Welcome to a new episode of Squared Circle to the Silver Screen here on the South Connection Podcast Network. We've taken a typical hot We had some uh, some stuff going on, but I'm back. This is the Cowboy, joined by my esteemed co-host, Logan Crossland. So, Cowboy and Crossland coming at you. Logan, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great, man. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I've kind of missed this pod because it's a short and sweet one, and it always is a ton of fun. Uh, but we're going to get right back at it and uh, give a, a first first episode of the new year for all the great fans out there. Absolutely. All three of them. Yeah. <laughs> just the people that just run kidding. the feed, just, just just to make sure we're not making asses of ourselves. <laughs> it's, at le- it's at least four. It's got to be at least four. <laughs> yeah, I think we at least have a four-person four audience out there at least. <laughs> so long, life has been treating you well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the baby in uh, early November, uh, so uh, that that's been some fun, kind of getting used to that. But uh, she's a pretty good kid, so I can't can't complain too much. Well, congratulations, my friend. Thank you. And it's impressive. So we're recording this at ten oh seven on a Wednesday night. Logan, you've probably been up since four in the morning with the baby. No. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. I actually had to wake up earlier for work today too, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, it never, it never stops coming on. So, <laughs> and for the uh, for the listeners, we 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 did we did miss a month, um, and it would be, you know, easy to blame it on Logan, but Logan's a warrior, and this is a hundred percent on me. So Logan, uh, Logan has a baby at home. I don't yet. <laughs> Yet I canceled about a thousand times, so I apologize, Logan. You're a warrior, and I am uh, accidentally being a prima donna. Not, <laughs> not, not the intention, but it is what it is. All right, guys. Um, so, go ahead. No, yeah, December is a hard month for everybody. Like getting in pods is almost impossible with traveling and all that stuff. So it's, yeah, it's no biggie. Too, I promise. You give me too much credit, Logan, because I, I have the same I have the same issues in, in the other eleven months as well. But that's okay. That's okay. So as you know, here on Squared from Squared Circle to the Silver Screen, we review a movie once a month that stars a wrestler. So we had a good idea back in November to do one of a uh, to do is a big it was a big premiere. We wanted to kind of get in first on the review. And you know my uh, my my delay has made it not quite as timely, but the movie's still out there. We decided to review the Netflix film Red Notice, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. So, Logan, as is customary, why don't you give us your your overarching thoughts on the movie? Give, maybe give the listeners a little little recap, a little, little bit of the plot, and kind of what you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, and I promise I don't mean this first sentence as a uh, as a negative, uh, but I'll be perfectly honest. This fits the mold of a modern day Dwayne Johnson movie. This is exactly what all of his movies are. It has fighting, explosion, tight shirts, 
hot women and a lot of running through the jungle. So it fits all of those molds. Uh, it, it's it's all of his movies just ha- involve all of those things at some point. Um, the one the part where this movie has a little bit of a leg up on a lot of his other movies, though, is he had some incredible co-stars in this one. Ryan, Re- Ryan Reynolds is one of my favorite actors and uh, Gal Gadot, who plays uh, Wonder Woman, is a, is a great actress as well. Uh, they had very good chemistry with each other, I thought. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of a sucker for these adventure treasure hunt kind of movies. Uh, I'm a big fan of the National Treasure movie. So anything that involves searching for something that's kind of hidden and seeing all the tasks they have to go through to kind of get wherever the, you know, treasure that they're hunting for is kind of kind of has me sucked in. So, I mean, it had one of my favorite actors and it was kind of one of those type of movies. So I was sucked in the whole way and I enjoyed a lot of the film uh so so much and i I really enjoyed it um what about you yeah i i probably didn't like it quite as much as you did i thought it was just kind of a typical popcorn sort of action movie which i do which i do like which i generally do like i like the rock i thought he was good i love ryan reynolds as well Mm -hmm. so we we could just do the whole podcast on him so (laughs) my favorite ryan reynolds performance and I'm a little older than you, so I think you might have been a little young for this one. Was Waiting? Do you remember Waiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Waiting. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him in that movie. He's so good. So, so good. And then, but, but he's good in everything, to your point. How about Adventureland? I thought he was really, yeah. really good in Adventureland. That, even though there's no wrestler in it, we should review sometime. It's like a top five movie <laughs> for me. I love that movie. How about you? Yeah, I've seen it before. I really liked it as well. I hadn't seen it in a while, but I remember really liking it when I watched it last time. And uh, Van Wilder? Mm-hmm. Van Wilder. Uh, Just Friends is probably my favorite movie. Of oh, that's a good one where he wears the, that's where he's got the, it's the him or the girl that wears the fat suit. It's him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's him, yeah, at the very beginning. And know. Amy Smart, that's the girl in that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah really, she, really she good was, movie. She, yeah, she was super hot back then, so uh, she she has she she's one of the reasons I really like that movie. <laughs> love the on the honesty just flows here from from squared circle to the silver screen. Um, yeah, no, so he generally speaking, if he's in the movie, I'm gonna like it, right? I mean, I think I I can count on one hand the the number of Brian Reynolds movies I I disliked. Um, and Gal Gadot, I like. I thought I think she's great as Wonder Woman. I thought she was good in this i thought i i thought the three of them played off each other well um it wasn't to your point right it wasn't a super deep movie mm-hmm. although i mean do we go spoiler free on here i don't think we do right we kind of no i mean it's we, been, we, we it's kinda, been out for like two months so <laughs> go ahead but we got to kind of talk about the end right because that yeah. was a that was a pretty big curveball they threw there so I th- I actually I thought it worked um, very clearly trying to set up a sequel right mm-hmm. but I thought I thought the the Dwayne, the Rock's character is John Hartley and he is a um, you know he's a, a law enforcement officer through through the movie right and him and Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds is a Nolan Booth is a you know thief. And they kind of, it's like a buddy movie where they end out kind of bonding. But in the end, Hartley, it turns out, was working with Gal Gadot, who's a um, esteemed thief known as the Bishop, the whole time. And 
I didn't see that coming. I don't know about you. No, I didn't see it coming at all, and that that's a, that's another part of this movie that I kind of enjoyed. Is it, it 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 did a it did a swerve at the end that I totally didn't see coming. Um, you know, they had they had swerved a couple of times, making it seem like Ryan Ryan Reynolds may turn on uh, Dwayne Johnson at some point. Uh, but yeah, I definitely didn't see them teaming up at the end. So you know, they played like the you know, there's two bishops in chess, so. Uh, they're actually both the bishop somehow, so um, I, I like that little swerve that they put the end at the end as well. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was definitely, it definitely made the movie better for me because I thought it was kind of very generic to that point with people with 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 good actors, but kind of generic plot line, mm-hmm. right? Without, you know, there wasn't much for me to figure out, and then I just happened when I was. <sighs> When I watched this movie, I had just gone. I was, I, I was going to, oh God, Survivor Series right after, and mm-hmm. Vince was basing that whole ridiculous egg thing on this, right? <laughs> yeah. So like that was like a little bit of a negative for me because I thought that egg thing they were doing in the WWE was like impossibly stupid, right? Like really, really dumb, and. I don't know why they why they aligned why the movie allowed themselves to, <laughs> to, to be aligned with it. But what do you what what were you did you like the egg thing in the WWE? no 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 I did, nobody did uh, right I mean you're a little more plugged in than me but I felt like it was kind of universally shit on. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I feel like it was The Rock, like, completely taking advantage of the fact that he, you know, was in WWE <laughs> at one point, and, like, I mean, which he's full, more than, more than willing and capable, and I, I'm all for it, him doing it, and, ex, you know, exposing them for everything, or, or using ex, them for exposure for everything that he does, but, uh, you know, I it, the way that it worked out, you would have thought that maybe he would scratch their back if he scratched, or they would scratch it, he would scratch their back if he they scratched his by kind of promoting his movie so you thought he might show up but he kind of screwed him in the yeah end. yeah we were kind of hoping for that at the show <laughs> but it didn't happen yeah it, it yeah it was just a two-hour commercial basically for the movie and then he still hasn't shown up so <laughs> uh so uh yeah kind of kind of a wasted opportunity for wwe but i mean if the rock doesn't want to show up he's not going to show up i'm, I'm sure <laughs> he, he can just do whatever he wants exactly what um? What do you think of Gal Gadot in the movie? I thought I thought she was good. Yeah, I, I like I said, I really enjoy her as Wonder Woman, uh, like you said. And then, uh, yeah, she was very good in this movie. She played a, played a very convincing villain. Um, she's very charismatic. Um, and you know, she's not too bad to look at either. So, um, I, I, I yeah, I really enjoyed her in this for sure. All right, so we we have some categories here. It's got a little tough, a little tough. So. Did you have a favorite specific scene in the movie, Logan? Um, I really like the uh, fight scene that was in the vault. Uh, it it was uh, mostly uh, Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, but the uh, Greek billionaire or whatever he was supposed to be, I think he was Greek. Um, but he, <laughs> they, were at, they were at his party, um, and they had gotten into his vault to get the second egg, and they had a little bit of a fight in there, and some of his henchmen eventually get involved, and he gets involved. But I like that whole little uh, setup that they had in there. They had to kind of fight around some stuff that was in there. It was very valuable. So, um, 
I, I really enjoyed that scene. And I also really enjoyed the car chase scene uh, after they found the third egg and kind of had to run out of the, they eventually ran out of a water waterfall, but I really enjoyed that part as well. Um, what about you? Yeah. So I, as far as the kind of the, the action scenes go, I, I would have picked the car chase. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. Um, a lot, a lot of good action in this movie. I mean, the movie kind of reminded me of, you remember, um, like the big hit and like the Italian job and kind of movies like that. Very, very similar. And I, I always liked those, but yeah, the car chase scene for me was great. I thought the vault scene was really great from an action perspective too. Um, you can kind of, you know, the other rock movie we did was Scorpion King and you can really see how he's grown <laughs> as, <Absolutely>. as, <laughs> as an actor over the last 20 plus years. Cause the action scenes of the Scorpion King, he was basically just wrestling the guys, right? I yeah. mean, he was just doing all his wrestling moves in the action scenes. And now after doing all the fast and the furious movies and stuff, like he's a bonafide action star. Like he's really, I think he he kind of really hits all the marks in these scenes, and it's much more polished. And he doesn't just look like a wrestler out there, <laughs> rock bottoming people the whole time. <laughs> um, and then the ending, I thought, well, the, not the very end, but the um, the turn, the uh, mm. the twist, the twist scene, I thought was really well done, because a lot of times I feel like, especially in a movie in a movie like this, which is a little mindless, I kind of feel like I can see those things coming and mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, but I, I like didn't see that coming at all. So I thought that was really well done too. Yeah. My, my wife watched parts of it with me and even, even she was like taking them back. She was like, Oh wow. I didn't see that coming at all. So like, you know, it's not, it's not just us mindless. idiots just watch these movies. <laughs> uh, she was pretty, she was pretty dialed into it and she was even shocked that that happened at the end. So <laughs> good. Okay. That makes me feel better. That makes me feel better. So what do you think about Netflix is really kind of all in with some of these big budget films Um, with this. And then I don't know if you've watched. Did you watch the Leo DiCaprio one? Don't look up. No, I I haven't watched it yet. I've heard heard good things about it. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's a really um, it's 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 good. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, Um, it seems like their movies are getting. Their original movies seem to be getting better because what the the first one that they had spent all the money on right was Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg, which was I thought was not very good at all, and I I generally like Mark Wahlberg. I thought it was a shitty movie. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one either. Uh, I don't even remember that. Lo- Logan only that. watches movies with wrestlers. That's it. You just if it doesn't <laughs> exactly. have a wrestler, you're not in. I just have I needed Mega Mountain on a loop in my house, so I just watch Hulk Hogan fight with three little kids all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we could just break right into that episode now if you want, but maybe a bit. But yeah, I, I thought the movie was well done. the uh, The next category is, I mean, it's kind of a weird one, right? Because it's a brand new movie, but. And it's weird to do with The Rock now because I think of him more as like an actor than a wrestler at this point. Mm-hmm. But is there any current WWE or, or otherwise superstar that you think could have pulled this role off? 
Uh, yeah, I really struggled with that one. Um, I put Cena, even though he's not really an active wrestler anymore, even though I think this movie would be much worse if he was in it as well. At the same time. <laughs> um, as far as like current main roster today wrestler, I put Big E, but I even think that that's kind of a stretch at this point. He's just, he's charismatic and he's kind of a big, uh, bulky kind of guy. So, uh, I think he could probably pull some of the scenes off, but uh, I don't really anything any think anybody other than The Rock could be in this movie. What do you? What about you? This movie's bad with either of those guys, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cena it's, maybe could pull it off, but it, it it's much better uh, having it for sure. I feel like Cena's. I, I actually like him in movies, but I feel like he's better in more that like dumb, like where he's like dumb comedic role sort of you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um kind of you know like batista pull like he could do it i think he could he he could do it but i don't think he would be quite as good as the rock which pains me to say because i'm a big big fan of his <laughs> as everybody knows but yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah I mean, M- mjf mjf what do you think no no. <laughs> no, he's too much of a shrimp. He couldn't he couldn't stand up to any of these other guys that he's fighting. <laughs> That's a good point. So that kind of that kind of knocks out that whole promotion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, exactly. all the little guys. Yeah, I'm with you, Logan. <laughs> I, I don't. Brian Cage. That's the one big guy, right? I don't think yeah, he, he would. Uh, I don't think he has enough charisma to pull it off. But uh. <laughs> no. no. I'm trying to think about who would be funny. of the charisma that The Rock has. <laughs> Big Show. Big Show. Big, Big Show is more of like an enforcer kind of guy. I don't think he right. could play a lead role. No, but I don't. So I've been watching um, the show on Paramount Plus. It's mm-hmm. called um, The Mayor of Kingstown. Have you seen it? Okay. Uh, I saw got, the first episode because they put it on after episode of Yellowstone that I watched. So I watched the first episode. Same guy. I think the same guy does it. Taylor Sheridan, right? That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's, uh, right, that's right. So Jeremy Renner's in it. But <laughs> if you watched a few more episodes, they have one Eric Rowan. In, oh, wow. As, as a, uh, you're not going to believe this, but if, if you if you watch the first episode, you know, there's the, uh, there's the different crews, right? There's like the, the Crips and then, you know, mm-hmm. there's the the Latin Kings or whatever, and then and then there's the uh, the white supremacist group, and you're not gonna believe this, but Rowan they cast as part of the white supremacist group. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's that sounds about right on point for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he was pretty good. I mean, he was. Uh, it wasn't his, what his. I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but his character was not particularly likable like i mean really really like it was probably like the 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 worst stuff that's happened on the show was was what this group did to to this girl and uh and rowan was front and center with it so gotcha but maybe he's got maybe maybe it's something well done yeah, maybe we'll be watching a Rowan movie down the line for this pod, so we'll we'll see where his <laughs> acting career takes off. I know, but he couldn't do this role either. I don't think. Oh no, I, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> anything, anything you didn't like about the movie, Logan? Um, the like 
the Interpol cop lady, I thought she was super annoying and was like really bad at being a cop. Uh, so I, I, I didn't enjoy most of the scenes she was involved in. Um, you know, she kind of just immediately accused the rock of like sideswiping her. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really didn't like that character very much. It was there a scene in particular that you didn't enjoy or a character or anything like that? Yeah, but you know, it's funny, Logan. I think as far as the, um, things we don't like category, you're <laughs> yeah. like 13 for 13 with picking a, uh, one of the female characters or <laughs> something that you, that you don't like such a misogynist but, uh, not, not at all not at all you just call it like you see it right i mean it, that's the that's the point of the show i mean no, maybe, i didn't think she was maybe all the wrestler movies are uh pointed in that direction so maybe that's just what they're trying to get us to pick out of these movies <laughs> probably the um so i mean it's, it was a tough movie to find something i didn't like that i like actively didn't like um, I because I didn't like really love anything either, you know. It's a middle ground for me, but just based on based on that Survivor Series experience, like using the the the, the eggs, I thought the eggs were stupid as far as like what the the main you know the main goal was and the the big prize an egg. I mean, it should be something cooler than an egg. Like it would have been a lot cooler if they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, like think about Avengers. It's the big yeah. Infinity Gauntlet, right? And the stones, mm-hmm. not the fucking eggs. Right? <laughs> not the fucking three eggs. <laughs> so that, well, that, no, that. I... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I, I'll bounce off of that point. Um, you know, they spend the whole movie searching for these three eggs, and they finally get it to the guy that wanted them to collect it for his daughter's wedding or whatever. And those two immediately get arrested at the wedding. So, like, all of the stuff that they did was basically for nothing. And their account gets frozen, so they don't get any of the money anyways. So it's like, you know, all all they... I mean, I guess that's kind of the whole swerve of it all. But, you know, it's just... It's kind of pointless that they went through all that, and now they don't even have the money and the people that they got the egg for are all in jail. So uh, that that did kind of irk me at the end. Oh, definitely. But how... I mean, I think they were very clearly trying to set up a sequel. Oh yeah, with mm. the last, with the last scene, right? Where now the three of them are going to work together. Yeah, and they have a new adventure to go on, a new treasure to find. So yeah, I definitely think they're shooting for a sequel. Yeah, and I mean, I'll watch the sequel. We'll probably oh, review the sequel. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give it about a year and a half, and we'll we'll, we'll be right on it. <laughs> so we just got a. Uh, we, we we got a dog a couple of months ago, so we, okay. we didn't have it. So I had, I had a dog for 14 years, and he passed away like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. so we were we hadn't uh, got thought about it really. It was a tough thing, but we got he was like a German Shepherd. But we got this rescue uh, Yorkie named Oh Ethel. boy, and she is she just came up and sat on my lap. And she is the cutest thing in the world, Logan. Like, I love, I love this little dog. It's, it's so sweet. That's amazing. That's yeah, so amazing. we'll have to uh, we'll have to have Ethel appear appear in an episode sometime if we ever do this on video. But <laughs> anywho, I get distracted. We'll get, a, we'll, we'll get a yip somewhere in there. <laughs> yes, yes, she's a sweetheart. Um, do you have any animals, Logan? 
I do have a dog. Uh, her name is June. She's a rescue as well. Uh, she's like a Doberman uh, Rottweiler mix. So she's she's uh, pretty lean, pretty fast, pretty strong. So big uh, dog. dog for sure. Uh, she's medium sized ish. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. You feel I've, I've always I, my my dog Lincoln was like very important to me. We me and him went through a lot together and uh, it, it like killed me when he passed away. It was awful. And um, I, I thought we maybe wouldn't be getting another dog. But this Ethel's like is um different enough. You know, she's very, very different. Like he weighed like 80 pounds. She weighs like nine. So it's <laughs> uh, it's it's been a good experience anyway. So a little glimpse into the personal life of your of your co-hosts here, everybody. <laughs> so if you ever reach out to me, if you talk about Yorkie Terriers. You're gonna get a response. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, my dog's super important to me, and uh, I'm sure whenever that time comes for me, I'll be absolutely devastated as well. So uh, I definitely, definitely have that relationship uh, with her. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and you know, it is, it's just one of the things as a pet owner that I mean, you know, right? You know, it's just it's just the way it is that 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 is, you know, it is going to come someday, but does not make it does not not make it any easier. Um, it's tough stuff. But, <laughs> it, you know, and frankly, you know, the same is true of, of all of us. Right. We're all we're all going to the same place. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Some of us a little faster than others. You know, young guy like you, Logan, you're in good shape, but. <laughs> you'll have to uh, you'll have to do this on your, your show on your own someday. You know, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> Let me tell you, back in my day, Hindman and Mega Mountain was a great box office hit. <laughs> <laughs> They'll say, "What's box office?" Um, all right, Logan. So on Netflix at that point. <laughs> kind of final thoughts on the movie. I do you have do you have much more to add on this movie? I feel like it's like. It's just one of these films like I I would personally, I would say whether you're a wrestling fan or not, I think you should watch the movie. Um, It's it's a good if you're just looking for a a quick two hours, nothing too heavy, some good action stuff. If you like like a Fast and the Furious kind of movie, um, this is right in that same ilk. Um, But unlike some of the other movies we've done. You know, specifically like Man on the Moon and then the David Arquette documentary. There's not a lot of depth here for us to <laughs> for us to yeah. really dive into. I mean, it just you know, there's there's some stuff that works. Most of it works. It's not going to blow you away, probably. The stuff that doesn't work, you know, is it horrifically bad? It's just you know, different yeah. strokes for different folks. Could have done some things better, but overall. Out of five boxes of popcorn, I'll give it about three boxes of popcorn as a watch, but don't clear your schedule to watch it. Just do it when you have time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't super go out of my way to see this, I guess. But, uh, I mean, if you just want to watch a movie someday and you're looking for something new to watch, i definitely throw it on. Um, ob- obviously, if you like the Rocks movies or, you know, somewhat enjoy the Rocks movies, this is a cookie-cutter rock movie, like I said at the beginning of the pod. And that's not a bad thing, because if you, I mean, if you like his movies, you like his movies, and you'll like this one as well, because it's it fits that mold. And now, if you don't like his movies, like uh, <coughs> Jennifer Smith doesn't, um, uh, you might not you might not really enjoy this one. 
Um, but yeah, I, you know, I thought he put in a good performance. Like I said, I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Gal Gadot. So, um, I thought they really put in a good performance with him as well. They had good chemistry. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think if you enjoy action movies, I, you, I think you would at least somewhat enjoy this movie for sure. Very good, Logan. So we're going to give the audience, hopefully a little bonus here. You a Marvel guy. Are you a Marvel guy, Logan? I am a Marvel guy, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, have you, have you, did you go see No Way Home? I have seen No Way Home, yes. Okay, so I, I've seen it twice. <laughs> I uh, my my writer, my nephew, I spend a lot of time with is a mm-hmm. uh, is a giant, huge Marvel guy, and uh, so he he insisted that he wanted to go on opening night, and he told me mm-hmm. the tickets go on sale on mid at midnight, whatever it was, three weeks before. So I said, okay. I'll pre-order them. Well, I don't know if if you went through this, but at midnight, demand was so high. It was like a friggin' Wednesday night, too, by the work of the book. Oh, wow. Demand was so high that, like, Fandango and all the all the ticket-buying sites, they all just crashed. So it took oh, my me, God. It took me two full hours to get these fucking movie tickets. And... It's like buying mania tickets. <laughs> I got up. I got up. So we do any do anything for Ryder. Mania tickets way easier. But do anything yeah. for Ryder. And when we so we went for the Friday. It was Friday. We didn't do the Thursday opening night. We did the Friday like seven o'clock show. And I can honestly say it was the single best experience I've had in a movie theater. Just awesome. Um, I don't want to do a bunch of spoilers because. This movie's not going to be in the uh, <laughs> in the in the write up for the show, but there are some see there there are a few things that happen where the whole audience just goes crazy, right? It's like you're in mm-hmm. a fucking like I was at a fucking football game or something, <laughs> and um, yeah, I I thought that movie was extraordinarily well done and really really liked. It. And then Ryder wanted um, Katie, my wife, and his mom. Mm-hmm. And also his mom, Caitlin, to go see it. So he made plans to see it with them last night. And I said, well, I'm in, too. I want to see it again, too. And just as good the second time. Just a fantastic mm-hmm. movie, in my opinion. And I, I just love your thoughts as a Marvel guy. Am I, am I, am I no. overrating it? Oh, no, it's definitely top tier. I think any I think any huge Marvel fan you even ask will other than Tim Capel, obviously, uh, you'll hear his you can hear his thoughts on another pod somewhere. Um, But I think I've seen them in our uh, in our little chat that we have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, But even I chose to ignore. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Even but if you listen to that pod with the other guys, uh, I think they super enjoyed it and we'll talk highly about it. It's definitely top tier. I'd say it's top two or three, even if it's not, I mean, it might even be one, um, for a lot of people. And it's definitely in that top tier for me. Um, you know, it was just a culmination of a lot of things. I feel like it gave closure to a couple of characters that, uh, existed in other universes. I I guess you could say, um, I feel like great closure, great closure too. I mean, ah, really good. yeah, bringing back all the old villains and stuff like that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, just uh, overall great movie, uh, and I'll I'll definitely be seeing it again, but I'll probably wait till it comes out on Disney Plus or uh, on DVD or something like that because I'm not gonna get to go to the movie theater <laughs> too often anymore. <laughs> the um, no, I can understand it. I mean, even the way, like, just the way they ended it was awesome too. 
Mm-hmm. You know, really. So I, I'm more of a Marvel person than I used to be. I used to not like I not I never disliked it, but I was just more of like a sports sports guy than anything, you know. And um, but with Ryder getting really into it, like I've watched all I've I've you know I watch all the shows. I still got like an episode or two of Hawkeye left, but I watched all the shows. Me and him went to the Avengers campus at Disneyland this year like so he's he's kind of got me in and i'm like i'm like super hooked like i said that this movie was like the culmination of all that so end game at least for me and i don't know if this is what how other people think but i thought i thought end game was similar like one of the best not even comic book movies like one of the best movies i'd ever seen like i cried my mm-hmm. eye we, we can spoil end game i cried my <laughs> eyes out like when iron man died i was like you gotta be fucking yeah. kidding me i thought it was so well done the way mm-hmm. they did it and i like a lot of the other ones like we went to was it eternals we went to shang chi mm-hmm. all, all the new ones right and i think that i thought they were all good but this one was right there with Endgame for me, where I think I think you could make a legitimate case that that this movie should win Best Picture, like and not even as a comic book, but just as a, as a film, it was just phenomenal. Like really, really, they they tug your heartstrings the right way, mm-hmm. and like, and then even like you said, the villains, like they were still. They were, you know, the guys that it seems like they knew kind of who still had their fastball and who to just kind of hide, right? <laughs> From an mm-hmm. acting perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the guys they that that they really featured were all were all outstanding, right? Um, mm-hmm. particularly the guy. Um, I mean, I think everybody kind of know, right? Kind of like the uh, the goblin. I thought was, mm-hmm. I mean, he's old now, and I mean, he was really, really good, really good. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is a really good uh, a- actor, so uh, he pulled it off amazingly. He was awesome back in the day when he was in the first uh, Spider-Man that they made, but he brought it and was awesome in this one as well. Um, and even some of the villains, you know, they cra- they always crapped on Jamie Foxx's uh, Electro in the old and uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, for how they made, how they costumed him and everything, and made him look. Uh, so they even redeemed him and kind of gave him his own uh, costume that he has in the comics. Uh, like at one point in the movie, so um, they even kind of redeemed his little spot. Um, yeah, and it was just a great mix of it. You know, like you said, it tugged at your heartstrings. Had a lot of great action. Um, and it, you know, it even had a good a good couple of funny spots. Um, you know, it mixed it all really well, and I, I definitely think it should uh, get some uh, credit by by the uh, award shows and stuff like that for being as good as it is. Uh, you know, maybe it won't win just because people in Hollywood are snobs, but uh, I definitely think it deserves recognition for sure. Yeah, and all right, so if you don't want things spoiled, stop listening to the show now. And I'm going to count to five, and then and then I'm going to spoil some stuff. So one, two, three, four, five. Here comes the spoiler. Okay, so I thought Andrew Garfield was phenomenal, mm-hmm. like because his his Amazing Spider-Man movies, right, had been I don't want to say lost in the shuffle, but certainly in my like not held in, in as high regard, right. As the Toby mm-hmm. movies or the Tom Holland movies. Mm-hmm. And he was my favorite, uh, my favorite part of that movie. I thought he played that. I, I thought his character 
was awesome. And I, I think, I mean, he's a real talented actor, like outside mm-hmm. of Spider-Man. And I mean, I just thought he was, you know, the, the, he played kind of that, you know, that, that could, you know, he was always a little more conflicted and angsty, right. Than some of the, uh, than, mm-hmm. than Toby. And I mean, he played that, but he kind of like made fun of it a little too. Right. And I, uh, mm-hmm. I just, and then the scene where he, where he gets the redemption by catching MJ, mm-hmm. the whole place again. It was like the fucking Super Bowl in there, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was so cool the way they did it. But he, in my, in my opinion, he kind of like won the movie. Like he, he really jumped off the screen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think even people that like horribly mm-hmm. dislike those uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies uh, thought he was a great part of this and thought he kind of redeemed himself. And what he did by saving MJ and just being in the movie and being as good as he was. I always liked those a lot better than a lot more people did. But I think the vast majority of people would put those kind of at the lower part of the rankings if you ranked like all the Spider-Man movies together. So, um, yeah, they're not very universally liked. I don't know that it was necessarily. I mean, some people really hate his portrayal of Spider-Man, but I think. Most people's problems with it are as supporting characters and just how the you know the movies were written and stuff like that. But I, I always thought he was real charismatic and did the role really well. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think even if you didn't have a positive light on him from those movies, that he really redeemed himself and kind of did a really good job in this one. And I thought Toby was great as well. Uh, he, he might be a little past his uh, Spider-Man Prime, so uh, he might not have could have brought his fastball in this one. But uh, I, I thought I thought all all three guys did a really good job, yeah. and all the villains, like I said, did a good job as well. I thought Toby was good too. Um, mm-hmm. I think Andrew Garfield says I don't think it's an age thing. I just think he's a better actor, and mm-hmm. like I mean, he he. You know, if you think of him in the like the first movie I saw him in was The Social Network, and I mean he was really, really yeah. phenomenal in that. And I mean he's just he's just a really, really good actor. And to, to, I mean Toby Maguire is is fine. I thought he was I thought he was good in the movie. Like, and I thought mm-hmm. the way they redeemed him was really good too. Uh, but it's just like in in a great movie, I thought Andrew Garfield like really, really stood out. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so I could have done probably like a full hour just on Spider Man, but I wanted to, <laughs> I, I wanted to pop it. I, I wanted to, uh, I, I, I thought you may be a Marvel guy, so I wanted, and then yeah. with it being a movie podcast and with the movie being so fresh, I wanted to talk to you about it. While no, we're on. yeah, I, <laughs> I gotcha. And we can do the first Spider Man because Randy Savage is in it, so we can do the first Toby Spider Man. <laughs> oh, great! Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that I've seen that movie a hundred times. I love that movie. The um. <laughs> So what would be your number one? You said it was top two or three. Or uh, what would you put it with? Uh, I mean, Endgame's got to be up there for sure. Uh, I'm a really big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, so that would be in the top you know, two or three or four, four or five or so. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say Endgame's probably number one, but that's probably two, and Guardians of the Galaxy's probably like three for me. Do you consider Endgame and Infinity War kind of almost the same movie, like one big movie? Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I think that's kind of how I look at it. More emotion to it, but I mean, well, I guess the snap scene and the and the Infinity War is pretty pretty emotional. But I, I yeah, I'd kind of put those together a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I really liked uh, Thor Ragnarok too. I thought it was really, really mm-hmm. that awesome. one was really good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're just like it's really incredible because I mean in some ways it's it's 
it's bad for like original movies that they've just kind of taken over. <laughs> you know, yeah, I for mean, sure. <laughs> like really, like I mean, any like you saw like West Side, not that it's original, but West Side Story with Steven Spielberg, like like nobody nobody went to see it, and Spider Man, mm-hmm. you know, people are like I don't give a shit if it's a pandemic. This baby's made a quarter of a bill in opening weekend. And um but they've just kinda like taken over, right? And it's it's impressive. But I wonder if it is going to you know, will there be big budget original stuff? Or is it all gonna be more of like red notice where it's you know, a Netflix movie or do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that Dune, that Dune movie that came out earlier this year was kind of a big budget kind of thing. So it was I a really good movie, fairly too. successful. So um, that, there'll be some, but I mean, it, it like you said, you're gonna really have to put your big bucks into it and hire some really great actors like they did in that movie, and uh, really pull it off uh, to kind of compete with these uh, big Disney movies and big uh, Marvel movies that they're gonna put out. So, um, but yeah, it, it's tough. It's going. It's going to be tough to kind of. You're you're not going to beat or match them. You're you're going to do your best to match them, but you you're not going to beat Disney or Marvel at this point. No, no. And I mean, if you look at just what they have coming up, I mean, they've got like the next yeah. five years mapped out. Mm-hmm, you know what exactly. I mean? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Thank, 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 <laughs> you for, thank you for indulging, Logan. And, and sorry no, for our, our listeners. <laughs> any anyone who's seen that movie knows that it's much more interesting to talk about than Red Notice, regardless of whether there's a red store. <laughs> so I thought, it, I thought it was okay. We'd like to give you a little bit of everything here on From Squared Circle to the Silver Scene screen. And we are on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I do one other show on the network. It's this week in the NFL. Um, we'll be recording t- tomorrow night, but basically be up before week... Uh, before the week 17 games on Sunday, I do that with my uh, my dad, Cowboy Senior, and uh, Mr. John D'Amato. And uh, we've, we've been doing it for years. We, re- we really enjoy it. So if you um, like football, it's a good one to listen to. And I will kick it over to Logan for whatever else we have here on the North-South, Podcast, North-South Connection Podcast Network, because he is intimately more familiar than myself. <laughs> I also have one other show on the North South Connection. Uh, it's called Cronoso. Uh, we're going through 2008 uh, WWE TV. Um, we just got up to uh, Backlash 2008. Uh, we, I'm I'm covering the ECW portion, uh, and a couple other guys do Raw, SmackDown, uh, and an, uh, one other guy does it. Uh, Johnny C does ECW with me. So um, that's my other show on this this here feed. Um, we have no holds barred with JT and Aaron. Uh, they go through a potpourri of topics list. Uh, they do, you know, the live watches, uh, other kind of crazy stuff like that. Um, extreme Bayway dance is, uh, JT, Matt and Jenny. Uh, they talk about ECW. They're in 1996 right now. Um, Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast, that's Jacob Williams. He has a new guest on every episode. Uh, He's going through the Ruthless Aggression era. Uh, He just got past Survivor Series 2002, so uh, he's working on the build to Armageddon 02 now. Um, TNA Never Dies, I think it's kind of on a bit of a hiatus, but that's Aaron, JT, and Jenny. They're going through uh, the early years of TNA. 
Um, JT has his mailbag uh, once a month uh, that he just asks, answers questions that uh, people put on Facebook for him to answer. Uh, now earning the Rumble, that's Aaron and JT. They're going through each Rumble entrant and history of all the Royal Rumbles uh, and all their different appearances throughout throughout history. Um, you know what that means is the AEW pod that Jordan Duncan and Andrew Reese do. Um, they just go through the the events of the last couple weeks and talk about the Dynamites rampages. There's any pay-per-views that may have happened or are about to happen. Um, WCW Must Die is uh, Johnny C and Ryan Gray. Um, they're talking about like the last year of uh, WCW kind of going through what caused them to eventually uh, go away. Uh, that's kind of an interesting look at it. Uh, you don't really <laughs> typically go from that slant, but uh, it's a, it's definitely interesting how they go at it. Um, 9021 No So is the 90210 uh, Beverly Hills 90210 pod that uh, JT and Tim do. That was an interesting one. I've been on that before. Uh, like you said, this week in the NFL is you, your dad, and uh, Ars- Jay Arsenio D'Amato. Um, and then Mark Clare and Rimso do the second print comics. They go through like a comic story and uh, all, all of the issues that uh, fall into a certain story. Um, and there's a few others that are on hiatus. Uh, Viewer's Choice comes on uh, ev- after every pay-per-view, live event, stuff like that. Um, JT has a new one with Marcus called WWE War. And, uh, you know, there's a few that bounce around and make special appearances sometimes. And then there are a couple that uh, were on the feed but are kind of on hiatus right now. But it'll eventually come back. But uh, that's pretty much all we got going on right now. All right. Thank you, Logan. That's a lot of great no content. Uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, you did that from memory, right? That was impressive. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You. you can only do it after he's been up for at least 18 hours without sleeping. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. So th- this has been fun. Logan, as always, appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. And listeners we appreciate you listening again you get two movies for the price of one here hope that was okay and we will be back in february with something old again for you guys or older older than logan maybe who knows we'll see so, <laughs> we'll see <laughs> crossland on the cowboy we're, we're cowboy crossland and we are out I've been up, uh,